everyone, Mike here. Welcome to the Around the Crease podcast. This is a special episode. I know I haven't done one for a uh, very long time. If anybody has uh, subscribed to the Lax Records newsletter, you'll kind of know know why that I was kind of stepping back from the podcast, at least for a little while. But um, today I was kind of presented with the opportunity to interview Ryan Regori. He's a class of 2021 from Salisbury School. Um, he's a university or a Loyola University commit um, and kind of had the opportunity to interview him about his recruiting process. And um, if any of you guys have, have listened previously, like, you know, I love talking to the student athletes and kind of getting the process from from their perspective, like what it was like for them um, for a couple of reasons. One, you know, it's nice to know, like to talk to the kids about that process and kind of let them share their story because I don't think any two kids' stories are exactly the same. And also, like I think there's a lot of uh, parents and definitely younger players that can kind of use this information to kind of help navigate the recruiting process. Like we all know, this is, you know, many of us are lucky if you ever get a kid that does this once, like much less multiple times. Like, so you, you're really kind of always going through this one time and you're kind of figuring out as you go along. So any resource to help players and parents out there to kind of navigate the recruiting process I find is beneficial. So I wanted to bring this very special episode of the Round the Crease podcast to you. Um, again, you can check out everything that I do on laxrecords.com. I hope you guys really enjoy this interview with Ryan McGorry, senior class of 2021 at Salisbury School, who's headed to Loyola. All right, so Ryan, you know, thanks for for coming on today. Kind of um, first, congratulations on your your commitment to to Loyola. Um, I know that was kind of you. you know uh, probably a, a big relief to kind of get that decision out of the way and decided not you know have to go through the recruiting process anymore. But I kind of oh. want to go through what it was like because I know I've had you know a number of players like. You know, obviously the 22s have just started going through it for, you know, a couple of weeks now. And then, you know, I know some of the 23s have already started, like, reaching out to me yeah. and saying they're kind of chomping at the bit to get to get their turn at the table. Um, but kind of let's talk about what your process was like a little bit. Like, when did you kind of first start thinking about, you know, maybe lacrosse is something I want to play in college? Uh, around eighth grade, seventh grade, um, I really... Uh started getting into lacrosse um i always played hockey growing up and i always wanted to play division one hockey but then you realize how hard hockey is to go to play division one lacrosse and i mean i didn't have the skill set to do that yeah so i mean i picked up lacrosse when i was around fifth grade and i started i actually um when i was younger i just started out to realize that i mean maybe i have a chance to do something with this Mm -hmm. um ninth grade was when i decided to reclass and i knew i was doing a pg year for my four years at st joe's after that uh for the for the past four years yeah um me and my dad talked about it um we really decided like it's probably the best chance of me getting into a good academic school and able to play a bit high-end division in lacrosse that was my only chance to doing it yeah so you made that decision pretty pretty early like how hard was it to kind of make that make that choice i thought it was a no-brainer for me um I could, I mean, Salisbury, it's a great school, prepares me for college. I'll be more prepared to go to college. Uh, it also gives me time to get in the weight room, come out um, bigger, stronger, and give me a better chance to play when I get into college. Yeah. So. Yeah. So when did you kind of start thinking, like, you, you kind of had made the shift from, from hockey 
to to lacrosse with the idea of like you know I probably have a better shot of playing this <clears throat> in college. Like, when did you kind of start to realize like, oh, you know, I actually, you know, this is something I'm probably going to end up doing. Uh, eighth grade, I really realized that uh, I started to like lacrosse even more than hockey. Not just because I was not not so better at it, but just because I loved the game, mm-hmm. uh, more high paced, more scoring. Um, that's eighth grade year when I was playing at my uh, middle school's high school. It was just such a fun experience. Uh, uh, all the guys like playing with the high school team. It was it just made me realize how I want to do this in college because yeah. the bonds you make with everybody. Um, the energy on the field is great, and that's just when I realized. Yeah. So when you made that decision, like, oh, you know, you kind of came to that realization, like, what what kind of steps did you start to take to um, achieve that goal? Um, well, I always started to, I started to go to pro- more prospect days um, around me, um, like the Albany one, the Cornell one, uh, went to the Loyola one, Syracuse. And it was mm-hmm. like in Michigan. We uh, those are like really my favorite schools. I wanted to go to, mm-hmm. um, especially because they're closer to home, um, and not too far out of the way, so that my family can come to watch. Yeah. Uh, going to those prospect days allowed me to like get on the ra- radar of some schools before the September first contact date, because my freshman year, my eighth grade year, was the year that the rule got changed, mm-hmm. and. The year before that, tons of 20s committed in eighth grade. So you really thought about, oh, maybe I can commit now. But rule change got changed, and I realized I had a lot more time to prepare. So always shot in my backyard. I have a great shooting setup. Um, it was an old hockey rink, mm-hmm. and it's kind of sweet with uh, five-foot-high five, uh, high boards. Yeah. So I just shoot inside there every day played on multiple club teams uh and my high school team i decided to go to st joe's mainly because their lacrosse program was the strongest one in new york i yeah. western new york at least yeah um then after that i started to uh play for sweet lex and sweet lex was probably the best organization in western new york to play for at mm-hmm. that point for me and it was always my goal i always wanted to play for sweet lex and Kevin Martin, um, you just see how highly recruited those guys are. Yeah. They get recruited by the best schools, play the best competition in club lacrosse circuit. And from there on, it was just keep grinding. Yeah. Wait till September 1st. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the schools, like, and I know, uh, you know, you, you, I've heard it more than once, like, you know, a lot of, uh, players and some parents are like you know i want my kid to play d1 or bust um kind of attitude like you mentioned the schools and obviously they're all d1 but you kind of mentioned like how did you kind of pick because i guess at that time like i don't know if you were figuring like oh you know i'm gonna have to make this decision as an eighth grader before the rule change but like what kind of things were you looking at and how did you kind of finalize but like oh you know these are the schools that i want to go to the prospect camps and go because you know well it's not far but i mean it's 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 a weekend, you know. Michigan, it's not yeah. far, but you know, it, it takes time and you know resources to kind of get out there and do it. Like, how'd you kind of pick those all those schools? Be like, these are the ones I really kind of want to focus in on and get in front of those college coaches. Well, I mean, you always want to think of Ivy League. I always wanted to go to an Ivy League when I was younger. Um, I realized that when I uh, this past year and the year 
before September 1st that maybe the Ivy League's not best for me, best fit for me. Um, I mean, I didn't get into a couple schools, which was one my problem. But then again, I also so the workload plus the uh, lacrosse playing is like two full time jobs. Yeah. Um, but those schools were always schools that I had watched on college uh, on TV, like ESPN three, ESPN U on Saturdays. Yeah, watching like the Loyola Hopkins games, the uh, Michigan Ohio State games. Cornell playing Princeton um, and I always got into them because my parents were always my mom at least always wanted me to go to school somewhat close to home mm-hmm. so that she could watch and be closer to me if I needed anything and Albany's obviously pretty close Cornell's only two and a half and two and a half hours away I mean Loyola is like five but I mean that's not as bad as some schools down south yeah um and those schools were also schools that could all give me a great education. I mean, the non Ivies gave me a great education with that I probably couldn't get without playing lacrosse. Yeah. So, and I also wanted to win a national. I want to win a national championship, and I feel like some of those schools have the best chance. Yeah. To win one. So you kind of had your list of like you know these are the things I'm kind of looking for in a school, and be like all right, yep. you know what which schools meet those those criteria mm-hmm. and kind of narrowed in from yep. there. Like I think that's important for a lot of recruits to hear. It's like you kind of do your homework and figure out like what, what do you want to get out of your college experience? I mean, all those schools too have great, you know, alumni, which will help getting a job Mm -hmm. after you get out of college. So, you know, that's obviously one of the things you have to think about too, whenever you're kind of picking your school. Um, So as far as like you went to the the prospect camps and got in front of the college coaches, like what other steps, like as far as like emailing or contacting the coaches, like what kind of things were you doing or were you kind of relying on the the club team? Because obviously Sweet Lax, everybody knows who Sweet Lax is. Well, I mean, every summer before the uh, season, before the club circuit started, I uh, always emailed my favorite like schools and told told them my exact schedule, what tournaments I'm going to, what showcases I'm playing in, mm-hmm. the dates where um, – and usually my jersey number, just so that they could, when they walk onto the field, they knew who I was in yeah. order if they were coming to watch me. If and so, I mean, you always take that chance just to like reach out to the schools because you never know what happens. Um, yeah. And then it was really just relying on Sweet Lex after that. They got me tons of looks, which was great. I mean, Kevin Martin's like one of the best recruiters in the country for club circuit. Yeah. And I mean, I, I learned that from the 2020 team. A couple, my buddy, my, one of my best friends plays on the 2020 team, and he just told me how Kevin Martin can get you to any school you want to go to yeah. if you have this skill set. Yeah, yeah, that's all you got to put in the work too. <laughs> like, um, yeah, you know, totally. Um, you know, I don't want any recruit to think, but like, oh, you know, they'll, they'll get you in wherever you want to go. Like, they, you got to do your end too. <laughs> if you're good, yeah, you have to be good enough though. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. But like, he gets he gets he puts you on the radar for all those schools. He'll contact those schools if you're interested. Um, they'll come watch you, and then from there on, it's just evaluating you. Yeah. Um, so kind of once you got into the process and, you know, I guess September 1st of your junior year, like, what was that like? September 1st was uh, probably the most uh, – the day going into September 1st was probably the most stressful day. <laughs> One of the most stressful days of my life. Uh, why, why was that? I'm a, I'm a big lacrosse. Like, I love looking at where kids commit. Um who commits where, when, and um, I always had the expectations of playing Division One lacrosse. And September first is the day where, like, you realize like where your top schools are, 
going to calling from mm -hmm. and where you you're probably going to go to college where one of the schools that call you on September 1st will probably be the school or mm -hmm. one of these schools that you go to. So I was always looking forward to that um, for the past four years, especially because that rule change hit right yeah. during my year. And uh, it was great. You wake up, I clock hits 12 and you get text <laughs> messages about uh, calls in the morning and uh, you wake up to early phone calls. It was always great just to hear those coaches finally talking to you, yeah. um, especially about you. Not just like, oh, um, you can come to the prospect day. We really can't contact you right now. But it's more of like we're interested in you come down for a visit on campus if you're interested. Yeah. And that was really always my dream to come down, visit schools yeah. um, and then have a choice. Was there anything that surprised you on that day? Was there anything you were expecting that maybe, you know, changed those? I don't want to say change the expectations, but anything that kind of surprised you that morning or that day? No, not really. I mean, I one thing that surprised me was, like, waking up to, like, 7 a.m. phone calls. I thought, <laughs> like, you you would uh, – some coaches would, like, email you and text you at night and be like, oh, I'll call you in the morning Um, with their whole – Thing about which school they're from their name yeah and then <laughs> you'd wake up at like to a phone call from at like 6 7 <laughs> i was really surprised that the coaches didn't want to sleep in or anything like that <laughs> i mean honestly i didn't even want to sleep in i wanted to just stay up all night and just look at everything and just yeah take it in it's probably probably hard if you're you're having a little bit of trouble getting to sleep get to sleep late and then oh, yeah. <laughs> to get up at you know exactly. 6, 6 30 and you know, exactly. obviously be coherent and not sound like you exactly. just woke up. <laughs> um, so among the, those phone calls, like how did you kind of decide like, all right, you know, I got to call th these guys back. Like how did you kind of prioritize your, your list and how you were going to tackle the day? Uh, um, so I set up an, a phone call with every team that called me just to like get a rundown of their team, their program, their school, what they have to offer um, with their academics and athletics. And from there on, I, I created a list of my top five schools that um, I really wanted to visit. So I set up visits with those schools, um, scheduled around, scheduled them around weekends. Mm -hmm. um, so like you could go to like a football game or um, go down to campus and sleep over yeah. with the school uh, with the t with the freshman class. And um, from there, I had the five schools that I really want thought that was, were the best fit for me. And after visits, I chose. Well, um, so like when you're kind of you've you visited your schools, you've kind of gone through your list. Like obviously, they've already ticked off some of the early boxes. Like, what kind of things were you looking at? Um, was it roster size, position, like where other kids were from? Like, what kind of things were exactly. you looking at when you were trying to make your final decision? Uh, roster sizes was a huge, huge, huge um, decision in my final decision of schools. Um, I didn't want to go to a school that had like 67, 68 kids on a roster. Um, and I also wanted to go to a school that I could see their recruiting class beforehand, give, see where I have a better chance of playing. Um, I talk, when talking to the coaches, they'll give you like a rundown and expectation of when they think that you'll start hitting the field mm -hmm. as sophomore, freshman, junior, senior. And, uh, Really, from there, I knew that Loyola was the best fit for me. Um, they only have, they only carry around forty eight players on their roster. Sometimes forty nine, fifty. Um, 
and Coach Toomey was just fulfilled all my expectations. Such a great guy, and I fell in love with the campus. It was a I just thought I wanted to go to a large campus school mm-hmm. um, with a ton of kids, with basketball, hockey, with, um, football on Saturdays. But um, I visited Loyola twice, and both times I visited Loyola, I realized um, lacrosse is their main sport on campus, which was great. So, like, you have a t- great fan base there. Yeah. Um, the Loyola Hopkins game is great. Loyola Virginia game is great. Tons of fans come to those games always and uh it's like you're like a big bigger man on campus yeah especially with only like six thousand kids there yeah okay um so kind of looking back on it now that you've had some some time to reflect like what are some like and i know you mentioned one in the in the story we did but kind of what were some things you kind of took away from the recruiting process that you know maybe something you did not know heading into it that you know the the up-and-coming kids could could benefit from um, probably always calling back every single coach that calls you no matter what. Um, you never know where you want to go to school, really. Mm-hmm. I knew of your expectations, and those expectations always can change like they did with me, um, just based off visits. Um, I, I really, really support, uh, push the fact that you uh, go on visits, talk with the coach, have an open mind instead of just being like, hard-headed and saying oh i don't want to go here because of one reason or i don't want to go here because um the campus is too small or Mm. it's not a big big uh big time lacrosse school or um you'll realize that there's this when you go on visits that one school usually or two schools usually pop out to you and at heart and you're you'll know from there um i really never knew that i wanted to go to Loyola until i first stepped a foot on campus and talked to coach Toomey. yeah um so that so do you like kind of thinking about that like because you mentioned the the rule change a couple times like if you if you would think you'd made the decision in like eighth grade do you think you would have chosen Loyola as an eighth grader or a ninth grader versus you know what you ultimately picked well it depends I mean I would have uh depending on which schools called me I probably would have still chosen Loyola just because uh sister lives in Baltimore uh I have four older three older siblings Mm -hmm. and um one one lives in Baltimore, really close, um, so that's great. I love Baltimore's area, with uh, it's such like a lacrosse dynasty there, yeah. um, with Hopkins, Loyola, Maryland, Taos, and UMBC all around it, surrounding within a thirty mile radius. Yeah, and they're not even getting into um, all the high schools, <laughs> all the MIA, oh yeah, and stuff Blake like that. Field, um, Culver <laughs> Hall, all St. Mary's, all those schools. It's just so popular down there, and it's. It's a ton of fans. I mean, yeah. it's always the best to play. It's always the best to play in front of a ton of people. Yeah, it makes it more energetic. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Well, I cannot thank you enough. Like, uh, thank you for sharing your kind of recruiting journey. Um, again, congratulations on Loyola, and uh, you know, thank I know you. we got got another another season of of high school at Salisbury. Well, you know, yep. at this point in time, I think we're probably all crossing our fingers that we get a full season yeah, in <laughs> at this fingers, point. Yep. So, uh, good luck with your your senior year, man, you. and uh, you have a good one. Appreciate it, and uh, thank you. you good too. luck for the Bills today. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck to the Redskins. Uh, we'll need it. Or the Washington football team. Yeah, the Washington football team. I'll, I'll, I'll forget that one for a while. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on the Around the Crease podcast. Make sure to visit the website, laxrecords.com, where you can get even more news and stats on the top performers from around the nation. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, 
I'd really appreciate a ratings on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, it would really help us out. If you like this show, you also may want to consider making a tax-deductible donation. You know, I volunteer all my time to work on the site and this podcast, so it really is your donations is what help keeps the site free and open to everyone. And 100% of your donations go to improving the website. Check out laxrecords.com slash donate for all the details. Again, that's laxrecords.com slash donate. Everybody, have a week.